Happy New Week. Y'all, we are talking about something so interesting, so you gotta stick around for the entire episode. My name is Felicia Goings, and I want to welcome you back to WordCast, where I bring you one positive word each week to help you win every day. Our word focus for this week is dreams, like the kind you have after you lay down and go to sleep. In other words, dreams are the thoughts, images, and sensations that occur in the mind while we sleep. There are natural dreams where you ate too much pizza or maybe you ingested a medication that made you a little bit loopy. Then there are spiritual dreams that can add great value to your life if you understand them accurately. And there are some people who lay down and go to sleep and they say they don't have dreams. But many, many others such as me and maybe a lot of you listening to me right now do have dreams when you go to sleep. And since I was a little child, I would dream about certain things before they even happened. And I would tell my mom and a short while later what I dreamt would actually happen. But it's super important that we don't ignore this area of our life and take things for face value. I remember my family and I went through a season where we laid my grandmother's husband, my granddaddy, to rest. And sometime later, I was maybe 11 or 12 years old. Both of my parents lived in the same town, but I primarily lived at my mom's house. So my mom got a new house, and I remember my mom really wanted my grandfather to have seen her get a house, but of course he wasn't there, he had died, he had gone to heaven. Well, one Saturday, I'm sleeping in my room at the very back of the house. And the cover is pulled down. My comforter. Y'all, I still have the same comforter. It is in my laundry closet right now. It's got pink and and purple sunflowers on it. It's for a twin size bed. So the cover was pulled down by my waist. And I'm laying down and I have a dream that I see what looks like my grandfather opened the front door at my mom's house, walked through the living room, through the kitchen, all the way back towards my bedroom. And he said, I just came to see how y'all was doing and make sure y'all were okay. And as he said this, in my mind, I'm like, I'm seeing granddaddy in a dream. I was asleep saying this to myself. And then he pulled the cover up from my waist and started pulling it up over me like he was about to tuck me in. Here's the thing about the dream though. As I'm dreaming this, I start feeling something move on my body. So I immediately wake up. I'm laying on my side and I look down over my shoulder and I see the cover moving up, but I don't see anybody in the room. The cover looks like it's moving by itself. And I said, oh, granddaddy, stop that. And don't you come back here no more. And as soon as I said it, by that time, the cover had reached from my waist all the way up to my shoulder. So I know that it was really happening. And when I said, granddaddy, stop that. Don't you come back here no more. It completely stopped. Y'all, I jumped up out that bed and I ran up to the front of the house where my mom was. And I was trying to tell her it spooked me out. And I told her, see, at the time, because I was a little kid, I didn't have the understanding that I have right now. I thought that that was my grandfather. I was like telling my mom, oh my God, I saw granddaddy. And I told granddaddy, don't come back here no more because I don't like that. Like he's supposed to be dead gone to heaven. Don't you come back here with me. I started wondering, did anybody else in my family get a visitation from granddaddy? Y'all, years later, God had me share this with my family. And my auntie Renee said, Leisha, that wasn't granddaddy. I said, what you mean, Auntie Renee? She said, that wasn't granddaddy. The Bible said we don't communicate with the dead, that that's an abomination to the Lord. That was a familiar spirit. I was like, oh my God. And it started clicking. 
No wonder when I said, don't you come back here no more. I haven't seen that thing since. But at the time that I had this experience, I'm telling you, it looked so much like my granddaddy that I thought it was. But I knew, I'm like, listen, we put you in the ground. You can't come back here no more. I'm not, I ain't the one. I don't like stuff like that. Part of me felt some type of way because I never would talk to my granddaddy like that in real life. But I'm telling you what I learned. Auntie Renee said that to me and I went and searched it out in scripture. Leviticus chapter 19 verse 31 says turn not to those who have familiar spirits or to wizards do not seek them out to be defiled by them i am the lord your god y'all there is a defilement that comes from allowing a familiar spirit into your life after people transition from the earth and they leave your life what the enemy will do sometimes is try to send a familiar spirit through your dream causing you to think that it's your loved one so that you accept it into your life and it's able to take up territory take up that space that that person used to have in your life but it is not of God and the fact that Holy Spirit was working in me even as a child to know that something wasn't right even though I missed my granddaddy so much as a little kid I thought that was him but because of the experience the circumstances I knew I'm not supposed to be talking to no dead people don't you come back here no more not realizing that at the time my grandfather was in the face of Jesus still is in the face of Jesus and the devil is still a liar now I'm going to talk about familiar spirits in a follow-up episode but I want to use today's episode to lay the foundation because after I lay the foundation and you listen to all the episodes this week you'll have more confidence in God's word more confidence in God speaking to you even if he does speak through a dream and you'll understand how to rightly divide and interpret your dreams better I want you to understand that this area of my life has been a matter of life or death sometimes so I take what we're talking about this week very seriously so do whatever you have to do to make sure you don't miss an episode now what I'm about to share with you is based in God's word and revelations from Holy Spirit that line up with the word now just said we're going to learn how to rightly divide dreams that means that you'll learn how to understand certain types of dreams how to know if the dream is from God or not how to get the interpretation of the dreams for yourself and what to do after you have a specific kind of dream Now, I didn't read some biblical dream interpretation book and extract information from it for these episodes. No, I read the Bible and I sat with Holy Spirit and did life with God night after night, dream after dream, and learned throughout many years from God what I'm about to share with you in a week. Our anchor scripture for this week is Genesis chapter 40, verse 8, which says, We both had dreams, they answer, but there is no one to interpret them. Then Joseph said to them, Do not interpretations belong to God? Tell me your dreams. So our focus in Genesis chapter 40 verse 8 is dream interpretations belong to God. My question to you is, have you ever had a dream that you didn't understand? Well, I pray that by the end of this week, you will have the clarity that you need to rightly divide and properly interpret your dreams. It is God's perfect will for you to grow in knowledge and understanding in this area of your life. So please give me grace as I pace myself and use this episode to lay the foundation before we go any further. Here we go. Dreams are spiritual occurrences more often than not. But everything that is spiritual is not God. In essence, when you are dreaming, you've gone beyond just the flesh in this natural realm and you are in the spirit realm. Joel chapter 2 verse 28 is one of many scriptures in God's word that teaches us this. It says, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams and your young men shall see visions. 
So we see in the word that dreams are spiritual occurrences more often than not. The dreams came after the spirit was poured out, but everything that is spiritual is not God. Here's what I mean by that everything is spiritual is not God. We can enter into the realm of the spirit in many different ways, but we can only enter into God's realm of the spirit through Christ. And this is what a lot of God-believing people don't understand, and that can be disastrous not having this knowledge. So I pray that these episodes will rectify some things for you in your mind and in your life. So remember, we can enter into the realm of the spirit in many different ways, but we can only enter into God's realm of the spirit through Christ. John chapter 4 verse 24 teaches us that God is a spirit. In John chapter 14 verse 6, Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. So when you get over into spiritual things, aiming to know something or operate on a higher level of being, if you didn't get over there in Christ, you're going to be working with stuff in the spirit that ain't of God, even in the area of dreams. For example, things such as voodoo, witchcraft, people who see the dead constantly, psychic readings, false prophets, these things have their function in the spirit, just like some dreams. But the power source of these things is not God. First John chapter one, verse five says, God is light and in him there is no darkness at all. So God is not the power source of dark things. He's not given a psychic nor a false prophet secret information about you. A wicked spirit is. Now I know we're talking about dreams, but I promise you this is going to connect and I'm laying the foundation. So as it connects, the revelation becomes more alive in you. There are some truly Christian people being deceived and slowly being lured away from their life in God by spiritual things that are not rooted in Jesus, especially in the area of dreams. There are people having dreams about who to marry or not to marry. But here's the thing. God is not going to give four or five different women a dream about the same man being their husband, but a demon will. God is not going to give you a dream to kill yourself so that you can wake up the next day and kill yourself, but a demon will. And as believers, it is vital that we learn how to effectively use the word of God to stand against such deception and keep the doorway of our dreams closed to the enemy. You may have heard this quote before. In order for deception to be effective, it must contain a hint of truth. Friends, there are some dreams that some folks have had. And just because the dream contained a hint of truth, they woke up and made a decision based on the dream alone, not realizing that the dream wasn't even from God. And it was meant to lead them astray from the will of God. Dreams are spiritual occurrences more often than not. But everything that is spiritual is not God, which means that not every dream is from God. Now, please keep in mind, dreams from Satan won't always look like a nightmare on the surface. Just like I told you with my granddad, that didn't seem like a nightmare at first. And that's how some people get deceived and led astray. The pattern of demonic spirits is to bring you and I information that's not true, but entice us to think that it is true. But how can they do that through a dream in the mind of someone who is a strong believer and loves God? make you think that the dream is from God. So you'll put your guard down and begin to receive the information that you think God is trying to give you through a dream. That's similar to how psychics and false prophets work. They tell you a tidbit of true information, just enough to bait you in and get your attention. So you'll keep listening to them and might even think, wow, they must be hearing from God if they know all this. Or wow, this dream must be from God if I'm a child of God and I just had it. Deuteronomy chapter 13 verse 1 says, If a prophet arises among you or a dreamer of dreams and gives you a sign or wonder, verse 2, and the sign or wonder he or she foretells to you comes to pass, and if they say, Let us go after other gods, 
gods you have not known and let us serve them. Verse three, you shall not listen to the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams. And the scriptures go on to say that the person who persists in doing that shall be put to death because they talked rebelliously and turned people away from God. So we just read the ultimate play in God's word. The enemy wants to bait people in with signs and wonders that they actually may end up seeing. He wants to interpret their dreams in a particular book or through a particular person who's not really speaking of the father or cause them to have certain type of dreams or tell them something about the future in order to ultimately lead them astray from God. No demonic spirit can tell you as much as God's Holy Spirit. But we have a lot of people in the world today who may not know anything about how Holy Spirit works or they may not be followers of Jesus Christ. So they'll end up going to a psychic or medium in order to get a dream interpretation or know something about their future. But this is dangerous ground. And I know from experience, y'all, I went to lunch with a psychic in Los Angeles one afternoon. And the only reason why I went is because the Lord told me to go. I had peace about going or else I would not have went. This is a woman who people would pay her to know about their future. They could pay her to interpret a dream or understand what certain things meant. But here's the thing. I have ran out of time on this episode and I really want us to be able to get to our key takeaways and our decrees. But just keep in mind, this episode was just the foundation. I haven't even gotten into the types of dreams and the purpose of the dreams that God gives us and the types of dreams and purpose of the dreams that the enemy gives. So please come back tomorrow so I can finish telling you about my lunch with the psychic lady and everything that God taught me through that experience. But for now, let's go over a few key takeaways from our foundational episode and then say our decrees. Key takeaway number one, our word focus for this week is dreams. Number two, our anchor scripture for this week is Genesis chapter 40 verse eight, which teaches us that dream interpretations belong to God and God is able to give us the understanding that we need concerning our dreams. Number three, most of the time dreams are spiritual occurrences, but everything that is spiritual is not God. We can enter into the spirit realm many different ways, but we can only enter into God's spirit realm through Jesus Christ. So we don't want any dreams or interpretations that are aren't rooted in Christ. In the coming episodes, we'll learn how to rightly divide and get interpretations of dreams through Jesus Christ if we don't understand them immediately after we wake up. There is a safe spiritual space in the Lord concerning these things that the enemy cannot touch. And that's what we're going to become sharper in this week on WordCast. Now, I want you to repeat these decrees after me, then have a good morning, a good afternoon, or a good night. I am God's beloved. He gives me sweet sleep and interprets the dreams I need. I am God's beloved. He gives me the wisdom I need in every area of my life. I plead the blood of Jesus over me, body, soul, and spirit. I am God's beloved. He protects me while I sleep. I plead the blood of Jesus over the doorway of my dreams. I am God's beloved and Holy Spirit guides me all this week. My name is Felicia Goins. Thank you so much for joining me on WordCast to kick off this week. We're here Monday through Friday every single week. Be sure to tune in for the rest of the episodes this week. You do not want to miss them. And remember, one positive word can change your life and cause you to win every day.